You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. Who do you think you are? I am! Goat's vagina. That thing was huge. You said that, not me. Just come up, take it away by Wix. Let's see Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football on football, balls for everyone's taste, episode 45. My name is Mike Fish and I'm joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how you doing buddy? Um, awful. Fucking Good. awful because my team is the worst and I, I hate everything. One of you. But yeah, I'm just used to it. What is it? It's like, yeah, but it's like, I mean, the Giants are my one. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just pissed off. But why, like, I should be used to it by now, right? It's only been like five years of this in a row. Well, I mean, before we dive into that, did, was, there any, was there any happy memories of the weekend? Did you do anything nice over the weekend? I only had to watch like four hours of the Giants as opposed to more. So that was a positive, I guess. You've always got to look on the bright side. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not there's not many. There's not many right now, I'll be honest with you. It was a lot, because obviously West Ham and the New York Giants played both on Sunday, and it felt like Which I a hate, very... by the way. Yeah, it's not... It, well, it depends on the outcome, but yeah, typically it's never, never ends good. Because it's very rare you're going to get both of them pull out the win. Right, and, but it's uh, like very possible they'll both lose and just be like, "Oh, cool! Now I have no happiness at all." But I don't know. I like this. I get why we're in Europa. I would prefer to be in Europa, so I'm happy with that. But like the Europa games mean you have to play the Sunday games because you play on Thursday. But it's kind of frustrating sometimes. Because it, it was the Giants played the one o'clock game. By the time that game was over, I was like, "Oh, this day's over. Can I go to bed now?" It felt yeah, like such just, a long day. Like, it felt like years since West Ham played mm-hmm. that morning. But yeah, uh, it felt like it was days. I don't know what happened. It was... I mean, let's do, dive in, I guess, straight into the Giants. Because, I mean, we was already injury-depleted. It was a very weak Giants team to begin with. So I went into the game low expectations very low expectations i mean my I, expectations were low but like but like but come st- on guys but still they somehow managed to piss me off and why do I, why do we care at this point man like that's what i i keep asking about. like why do i still care i know the result when i sit down and i watch football and to be fair at least this week we weren't heartbroken by the result you know like we just were like, okay, this is a blowout. Cool. Like it's worse when they like Washington game us, or like you know when when they fuck up a game that they had in hand, or the Falcons game where they they just like make you like wait for it, and then you know it's gonna happen. And at least it was like, well, we're just gonna get beaten badly today. So cool. Well, there was a little bit hot because there was they they teased us. They brought us in the first quarter by leading. Yeah. 3-0 at the first quarter, then they're like, that's like, we're just going to give away 28 points in a second. <laughs> but again, the offense stalled in like the, inside the 10-yard line again 
because we have two plays that we run and it's either run Daniel or we just try and run that sweep play to the outside. Like maybe do a couple other things. I don't know. seems like we could spice the playbook up a little bit. I'm not a scientist by any means, but I have noticed that we fucking suck at scoring in the red zone. So maybe run more than a couple plays. Who knows? Just throw, throw a couple new wrinkles in there. And make a defense have to prepare for that because I feel like now the defense is like, okay, well they're going to do this or they're going to do this. Let's guard for these two things, and that's all they got to do. And then they stop us, and then we have to kick a field goal. And I mean, like that—that's how you lose. I remember the good old days when I would get excited when my team got in the red zone, but now it's literally even if we're like first and goal and on the four yard line, I'm like. It's gonna fuck. It's gonna be a field goal. This is, how are they going to let me down? Yeah. How, yeah. how is this gonna go poorly? It's this low expectation, yet they still fucking. And yet, what we we still died. More players got injured. It's not gonna get better anytime soon. Kadarius Tony, thirty six yards in like three minutes of play, and he's then you see him limping off the field. I was like, what? What are we doing? What are we doing now, guys? I was in an Uber on the way to the bar to watch the game. I had it on my phone. And I was like, why is Tony off? Like, okay, solid start of that opening series for him. And then just like that, all right, see ya. And then we, like who's now, the... no Slayton. You had no Galladay. You had no Tony at that point. You have Shepard who fucking slips all over the place, causes Daniel to have an interception. We had another tipped ball off the receiver's hands as an interception. Just every, everything that can go wrong for this team has. I, I don't know really like how to taper our expectations. We can't be winning games with like four players from our starters like actually suiting up and doing stuff. But just like maybe show up, maybe try and play. It just didn't seem like they were guys that even like gave an effort at all yesterday and that's just the deflating part like i don't know what we do here you can't blame it all on like a coach or anything like that but just it's from it, top to bottom the whole everything just adds up man you can't say daniel's supposed to be a way better quarterback than what he was yesterday when he has no help around him the offensive line regressed wasn't really giving him any protection at all i mean yeah he wasn't holding on to the ball there at a certain point but he was hearing footsteps the whole fucking game like i get it and I mean, I mentioned it last week, which made me laugh. I mean, it's, it's still too early to start looking at the draft order for next year. But it just makes it me five. laugh how... It would be five by now, like right now. It would I think it was six. No, well, yeah, anyway. updated fifth, yeah. But anyway, but I remember going into this season where we was like, hey, Chicago's going to suck and we're going we're gonna to steal there. We're about 10 ahead of them. Like, we are... Like, That'll we're... even out, I think, as the season plays on, but... It's We're not better everything. than Chicago. I'll tell there you is that zero. They have a defense. They have a defense somewhat, so you gotta give them that. But there is zero silver lining to this team right now. There is no, the only, at least coming out of the Dallas game, there was. Hey, Tony's looking good though. At least we got right. that. And now he's injured. I don't know. We can't have know. nice things. We just can't have nice things. This is a franchise that's not allowed to have nice things. And it doesn't make any sense. Like, they just, I just, I, I just watch football for four hours on Sundays and I'm just sad. And every single Sunday I get up and I do it again, like some idiot thinking that it's going to be a little bit better. And then we have a Saints game and it's like, ha ha, maybe we can do it. Again. Nope, nope. Just to give you just enough hope not to kill yourself. But it's not that much. It's not that much. What's annoying is, though, it, it keeps you sucked in because we was watching it and it was obviously. From halftime, it was obvious this is a game's done. We're gonna lose this, and it's gonna be embarrassing. 
And my wife was like, "Can we just turn this off?" And I was like, "No, I have to. I have to watch it to the I end. Have I, to watch. I have to watch it. <laughs> I, I want to feel the pain." Ah, <sighs> but yeah, there was no redeeming. Pain, then what can I feel? Because it's not happiness. It's not happiness. This team. It's a tough game to break down because there's not there's nothing to break down other than everything that could go wrong went wrong. We like it just looked like there was no effort. There was we would get the ball and then first play or second play it'd be inception or whatever and then would be straight back at it again. It was we had nothing other than towards the end, but then at that point it's I don't know. Okay, what's what's your okay? What's your opinion on this? Because I thought right towards the end. The fourth quarter, I was like, they might as well just bench Daniel Jones, not because I, mean, I just like he had him. A concussion last yeah, week. exactly. I I like Daniel Jones still. I think he has potential still. I know it's hard to talk about potential in year three, but still, we're dance I, I, dance. We're dance dance. We're dance dance. But it's like, yeah, he he's just coming out of a concussion. It's obviously we're not going to win this game. What is the point of leaving him out there for potentially to take another hit? I just didn't, and, and I, the, the announcers were like, well. the announcers were like, oh, well, because he's playing with a lot of players he doesn't play with normally, so it's good to get him reps. And as, ah, is it though? Judge is a hard out coach, and that's like, I think going to be his downfall if he does end up the, not being able to turn this around, which is not looking great right now. Just like when you're a hard out coach that makes people run laps and shit, like they got to win fucking games. And if they're not winning games and you're like, no, go out there and play hard till the whistle. It's like, no, dude. Your quarterback is recovering from a concussion. Like, take him out. It's not. We're not going to win this game. We're hmm. not going to win this game. Fucking put Glennon in there. If anything, you want to. The way this season's going, At you want Daniel. I mean, the rest you can't really sub out any receivers. We don't have anybody left. But. But I'm just saying, like the way this season's going with injuries, the whole we need to play reps and all that shit. You know, get the backup quarterback. Get him some reps because. The way things are going, I'm not going to be shocked if Daniel Jones has to miss a game at some point in the season. Just through, that's the way our season's going. So why why not get him some practice in? I don't. Yeah, I'm <clears> not sure what the what the logic was to that, but it was uh, it was pretty frustrating. Pretty frustrating for sure. Uh, Alex O chimes in. It's going to be the madness when the Giants win the Super Bowl the same year West Ham becomes champions. Honestly, the way things are going, I think West Ham's going to win the Premier League way before the Giants <laughs> win the Super Bowl again. But I like the positivity. I like the positivity. Positivity. It's just very difficult right now because I have, I feel like I have no hope with this team. I feel like I have no hope with this team. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if you, like how do you fire somebody right now. When you have all these injuries, you're going to just chalk it up to like, well, look, these are all like everybody's hurt. Like, what do we do now? I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to fucking do. There's no lo- Mara is a fucking terrible owner right because... now, man. You're just like, well, even if we s- totally suck this year and we get a higher first round draft pick, are we going to get anyone good at this point? We'll probably fuck it up. I don't I have no idea where to go with that, but. Just like, did you notice that the Mara wasn't even down there when they were like, it was the Super Bowl team that they were bringing back out for the ten year anniversary? And I know, like, I know why they do that, but it's just funny now. It's like to avoid the just, booze. We just, it's it's now becoming like a, a joke almost, where it's like we're getting destroyed, and at halftime it's like, ah, oh, here's Eli. Everyone loves Eli, yeah, right? They, they're just gonna start wheeling Eli out for every game and be like, please don't boo us more, and we're like, fuck you guys. That's stupid. We know what you're doing. 
and, and just it, I, I have no idea where this direction is going to go because it, it looked like we bolstered a defense. It looked like we had an offense, and we just can't fucking figure it out. We can't put this shit together. We're, we're never going to be a fucking competitive team again, man. This is the worst. I hate this team. I hate this team so fucking much. I hate that I like this team. I hate that I watch this team. I hate that I buy merchandise from this team. I hate that I fucking have spent hours and hours and hours of my life watching this dumb fucking team that does nothing but just like make me want to fucking like walk off a fucking like bridge every fucking weekend when I'm watching him now. It's just, it's, it's the worst. It's just, it's just pain over and over and over again. That's all that they know how to do. Like they don't know how to do anything. They're not successful. They're not a fucking, they're not close to being successful. They're they, like, they've got five losses now. Like they're not gonna be a good team this year. They're gonna be a shitty fucking team again. And then they're like, what, I have no idea. They probably won't fire anybody. Nobody, everybody's going to come back, and then we're just going to have the same fucking result again, and we're going to try and talk ourselves into it for an entire offseason. We're going to get hyped up, and two weeks into the season, we're going to want to fucking kill ourselves again. It's going to just be the same fucking, like, cut, repeat, cut, pace, cut, pace. Like, that's over and over. That's all we've seen ever since this. We can fire We can fire another coach. I don't know if that's going to make a difference because we still owe fucking McAdoo money. Or I think this is the last year of paying off McAdoo. We still owe Shermer money. Like, Cool. Let's just fire a coach like every two weeks. Like, what are we gonna do, man? Like, until you you have a, have to have an organizational change and just changing the coach that you can fire in two years when things aren't well and you have to have a fall guy. Like, I don't know if that's gonna work. Dave Gettleman, if you're gonna fire Dave Gettleman, the Maras need to figure out what the fuck they want to do. This was an awesome franchise. This was a franchise that made it seem like they knew what the fuck they were doing. You talk about the Giants and the Steelers and you know like the Ravens and and the Patriots. You talk about them in the same like sentence. And now the Giants are just fucking. They're they're not the Browns because the Browns were so fucking awful forever. But it's like the Giants are one step above Browns Lions territory, and it's it's. It's stupid. This is a team that made me so fucking happy. Like, and now it's like a decade ago, and I'm just sitting here watching the same shit over and over again. I don't know where we go from here, man. I had all the answers. Like, Joe Judge is our guy. Culture change. Cool. I don't know. It's not. It's obviously not working. But that's the problem. I don't know what it what is the problem. Because I don't... Because it wasn't... It's not like, oh, hey, get rid of Joe Judge, and that's going to fix everything. Because what about the coach before him? What about the coach before him? It was... There's obviously... I'm not saying Joe Judge is the guy that we need. No, we need to get behind him and blah 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 blah. But there's obviously other major issues other than him. Ownership, ownership. And exactly. It starts at the top, and they can do the same fucking wash, rinse, repeat over and over and over again. But like, it's it's not getting any better. I don't know. It's like it. I thought that like the Maris were an awesome like owner team. Like I, I thought that they were great owners that they wanted the best, but they just struck gold with fucking Coughlin and Eli a couple of times. And that was what it was. Like they got really fucking lucky with Parcells in the eighties. And, and we're just seeing this now. No, the giants are not the best team in New York. Alex, uh, the bills are the best team in New York. So New York city, maybe, but I don't even know if we'd beat the jets, honestly. That's where they're, 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 they're not New Jersey, New Jersey. I hate watching football on Sundays. I hate watching football on Sundays. I'm going to do it again. It's the Larry David, like, fuck you, I'll see you next week. But, like, that's me after every single game. I mean, there were some good games otherwise, other than now. Not really. The whole noon slate of games were just garbage. There was the Panthers and Vikings, maybe. There's the first half of the Chiefs and 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 Washington football team, which, by the way, did you notice the Washington football team was rocking some throwbacks? They were wearing like the burgundies and like the gold pants 
And I was like, what are we wearing throwbacks for? Like, what, we're, what are we throwing back to? The racist team name? Like, okay, maybe don't wear throwbacks if that was like what you're throwing back to. We're trying to move forward on a path, going back to be like, well, yeah, but we had these gold jerseys from, or we had these gold pants and this from this. Like, yeah, like the racist times? <laughs> okay. While we also throw together like a three-day like notice Sean Taylor jersey retirement like number retirement ceremony just to cover up the fact that like Bruce Allen's emails are getting leaked and they're like, please don't look at all the racist stuff we've done. The topless pictures of our cheerleaders we've done. Just please check out these cool throwback jerseys. Go back to what guys? What, what are we throwing back to? Don't ask that. Doesn't matter. Don't Doesn't worry matter. about it. <laughs> Next week, the Washington football team will have their trail of tea, their trail of tears jerseys ready to go. That's probably that's like they, they, they're how tone deaf can you fucking be? I don't know. Well, I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure the Giants will do something. What, like, shit-run organizations do we have in the NFC East, man? Like, Jerry Jones, like, got a little bit lucky right now with, like, the, the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator he's got. Well, he's had his... Jerry's had his history of, uh, of a little no, Jerry's bit of not a good owner. He's not a good owner. Yeah, and Jerry Jones' emails, I want to see those. That, that loses... <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to expose... I, don't, I mean, fucking... I'm not, like, let's show everybody's emails, but, like, okay. Like, Jerry Jones wasn't also in on that shit, too. Um, but the Maras are fucking trash right now. Wasn't he the one that went... are trash right now? Snyder and his whole crew are trash right now. Like the NFC East is like the worst ownership group. Didn't the Cowboys owner wasn't he the one that frequent uh, massage parlors? That was Kraft, but That's Jerry quite... probably has been to a few massage parlors. I would imagine. Could you? Oh, could you imagine them two going in together? That's the most <laughs> it's I like that. I just Ooh. make Jerry Jones like George Bush. It's just that's just my Jerry Jones impression. If if the, if the shoe fits, as they say, right. What were your thoughts? What were your takeaways, man? Because I feel like I've just bitched and ranted. But I, I, what are, what are your thoughts on where we're going right now? Alex O wants maybe Jason G will be the next giant. No, God, no. No. no, but that would be like such a Giants move to be like, oh, actually, we're going to elevate the offensive coordinator of a team that was not really doing great to head coaching position like we did with McAdoo. And then why would we think that was going to get better? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, I think I'm just going to be – because literally throughout the game, there was literally – other than Graham Gano. Who's been missing who, as of late too. Who? Yeah, he's the only shining light right now and where was it and then it was there was just nothing nothing good about that game there was again like i said it was against some games where you're like well that was shit but hey at least we had this there was nothing nothing good about this and i have to reiterate i think i'm never i've never been one of those people who want my team to lose but i genuinely think i think the only way things are going to change like major change is if we have a like something ridiculous like a one and sixteen or two and fifteen. But that's season. the problem. Is like I still like then we still have to hope that the Maras don't fuck it up, and the Maras are gonna fuck it up. And it, like it doesn't matter what the record is if you're if you're just you're just able to fuck up shit. Like that's they are the best at fucking shit up, 
And so when like they get, hey, let's give them a really high draft pick and another like, you know, give them all this capital to work with, they'll fuck it up. Like I don't trust them to make any decisions that are going to turn out positively for us unless they somehow just get lucky again. We need a Coughlin again, or we need we need to just like all the cards fall right. I think Ernie Acorsi was a large reason. Uh, our, our GM before Jerry Reese. I think he was a large reason that the Giants were able to build the culture that they did with uh, with Coughlin there and everything like that. But I, I mean, outside of that, like I don't I don't know if Gettleman's the guy, man. Like, Gettleman, he's made some solid draft picks in the first couple rounds, but like other than that, they haven't really panned out. The the Saquon pick is gonna just like haunt him because people are gonna shit all over that. People are really still like Danny Dimes haters. And I understand if you want to be a Danny Dimes hater, but just fuck off. Don't root for my team. If you're a Danny Dimes hater, you don't root for the captain of the plane to crash the plane. You just don't do that. I can't do that. Um, but like Gettleman, if, if he's gone, like, I don't know, like you, there's, there's only a handful of guys that are really going to be ever good GMs. And he's maybe not one of them. Evan Ingram is still, Evan Ingram is still healthy. And to his credit, did not tip a ball to a defender this week. So it's progress two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, he didn't do that. I mean, he was pretty much a non-factor. Although, Kyle Rudolph, remember that guy? Maybe you involved him in the red zone. I don't know, Jason Garrett. Again, we run two plays in the red zone every single fucking time. There's the, like, there, I, I, I tell you all the time, I can predict the Giants' plays just watching them, and I shouldn't be able to do that. If I can do it, every defense can do it. <laughs> no, I am. I mean, looking ahead, at, even looking ahead next year, like, I'm no. I mean, you know, obviously, way more about college football than I do. I had zero knowledge other than Rutgers suck, um, and Sam Houston State. It's pretty good. They're Your the local best. One. They're the best. Sam Houston State, the best team. Pretty good. Longest winning streak. Uh, longest active winning streak in college football. Fun fact. Division. Which I, I mean, I don't want to shit on Rutgers, but I, I mean, I sent you that tweet where they were talking about, hey, our kicker is like the most punt yards in school history. It's like, well, isn't Punting mean that Your you failed. Not usually. Right. So that's not a good step, but good for him. Good for him. Although um, but- Sam Houston punter, who I hope one day, Matt McRobert, an Aussie, I hope he eventually becomes a Giants punter because he is a very good punter. And um, I think that, you know, La- I think Lachlan Edwards, he was the Jets punter. He was a Sam Houston State punter as well but um the like like if your team doesn't punt a lot and you're a really good punter so like your averages are always very high at that point if you punt a bunch a lot of times that like brings down your average but you will have more overall punting yards because you punt the ball way more and it's like yeah he just was bragging about the punting yards that doesn't mean a lot that just means like this guy has kicked the ball downfield this many times to where it's added up now to okay cool which is cool i'm not trying to knock on punish punish people too but, but that's, that's almost like saying, like, hey, our team in, in the other type of football, West Ham's type of football, our team has had the most kickoffs in Premier League history. So that, so that means you've, you've letting a lot of goals. That's okay. Good for you. Yeah, but, we've, uh, had the most, we've received the most kickoffs in the NFL this year. <laughs> that's not good. We don't want that. Uh, Alex O said, I jumped on the Giants bandwagon this season. I'm sorry if I started a curse. No, this has been going on for uh, yeah, a while. Cursed. Don't you put that you on just, you, bro. We appreciate re- you hopping on the bandwagon. I'm just sorry it went so poorly. The reason I ask about college football is because some people I've seen, I've done very little research, but some people are saying there's no point, even if you're a Daniel Jones hater, there's no point jumping that bandwagon because right now, as it seems, the next 
pool of quarterbacks coming from college into the draft next year. There's no one mm-hmm. really like exciting. So Malik Willis, I don't like that guy. Spencer Rattler got benched. I don't think he's coming out now. Just yeah, I don't. There, there's nobody that I, I would take Daniel Jones over every quarterback in the draft this year. So yeah, unless we trade for someone else's quarterback, which I don't. We see don't happening. need a quarterback. That's my problem. Like we don't. No, need no, a yeah. That's but... what pisses me off when you have like Giants fans on message boards and shit. Like I know that like, what they say really has no fucking doesn't carry any weight, but like neither does what I say. But like it, it's just like. Dude, we, like our, the, the the number one move should not always just be to get a new quarterback. Daniel Jones is not the problem. If you think Daniel Jones is the problem, you've obviously not been watching any of these games because, like, like show me any quarterback that loses his entire offense and it's, tell me how it's stat watches. It it's people that look at stats only because they look at Daniel Jones last game. Look at the three interceptions. He had a lot of interceptions. Passes and he had one because Sterling Shepard fucking slipped and it went right to the defender because Shepard wasn't there to get it. We had another one that tipped off of. Was it? I can't remember. I think it was Johnson's hands, and it went to a defender. And then the other one was a bad throw. I, I, I mean, like so. But two of three were not Daniel's fault. I don't believe. And Daniel, like, just he was rushed the entire game. And yeah, you got to be able to be calm, cool, and collective. But not when you're running for your life the entire time when you get the ball. And just you can't establish. They couldn't establish a run game really the whole time. Devontae Booker, I actually really like. I think Elijah Penny getting some carries is cool too. But just. Saquon is this, the guy that this offense kind of revolves around. Kenny Galladay was going to have uh, a heavy impact in this. Sterling Shepard is a number two receiver. We had to run him at a number one this weekend. He's not going to be Jalen Ramsey. Like Sterling Shepard is an awesome number two. If he's the only guy you got, you're fucked. You need to have Kenny Galladay to take looks away. You need to have a Kadarius Tony or somebody else that can be a nice little slot guy like that. Like just we we were fucked. We weren't. We didn't have a chance really going into this and. They they just didn't play like like it would have been cool if you could have hung with them for a little bit, and just right. they, they they showed nothing. They showed no signs of life. This team's just gonna get worse and worse by the week. I feel like. I mean, yeah, is things gonna improve for the Panthers game? Are people gonna be coming back? That's a better opportunity to win. I don't think Christian McCaffrey's playing again. He's out for another two or three weeks, so that's a positive. They're without their best player. That's. I don't. I don't it's know. It's sad I when think... we're hoping that their players get injured so we have a well, chance. Well, I'm not hoping they get injured or anything. That's just a fact. Like, I don't think he's coming back. Um, Carolina hung with Minnesota, who's a better team than us. So, yeah, Carolina's definitely a better team than the Giants are, but the Giants can fuck around and hang with – like, they, they fucked around with the Saints and won. Like, maybe this is one that we can do that too. I don't know. This feels like a game where the Giants are going to, like – like, if they were going to win one – I'm not saying the Giants are going to win, but, like, it feels like a game the Giants could fuck around and, like – lose by a field goal at the end or like if they won then it's like they'll just get blown out the next two weeks and it'll just be like, remember that game like it'll be the saints game all over again where it was a meaningless win that just we look back at and we're like well they they put this together for a game here and they put this together for a game there why couldn't they figure it out going forward but i don't expect us to win this i don't expect it i mean i expect us to be within 10 hopefully like let's not get blown out again i was saying that the day before i was talking to a uh buddy of mine who's uh a rams fan which i don't like about him so you shouldn't be here and be a rams fan anyway not my point but he was talking about obviously at the time before the game it was i think the what's the what's the phrasing of it where they they give giants a 10 point lead basically in the betting what's that called the spread, the, the spread. and it, when he told me it was 10.5 it was 10 and a half like, and then it went down to seven and a half before kickoff but but even I was like, that's 
that's being generous. I think I think it's gonna be worse than that. And it, it was. I was right. They covered. They did cover. But yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't even want to predict the Panthers game. It's just gonna be horrible. More pain. More pain. Prediction. Oh, it's gonna be a loss. It's gonna be a loss. That's what I predict. Um. Before we move on to more brighter things, Alex O again. We have how ironic would it be if Giants get Eli Manning's nephew? Uh, yeah, I think he, isn't, cool, he I think. Ye- isn't he a couple years? Isn't he a couple of years away from that? He's still. I don't think he's gonna he's be in draft got next year. One more year in high school, then he's gonna go to college for at least three years. So, so yeah, four years wild. away. You know, if Daniel Jones hasn't panned out by then, okay, I'm down for it. That would be if if four the years. current, if the current regime seven and he's not been great. Then all right. If I'm the current regime are still involved in Giants in four years' time, that would be the most Giants move ever. To be like, hey, I know you'll hate us, but. Eli's nephew. Uh, here's we got Manning guy. again. We well, got you know Manning. Sounds familiar, right? Well, guess what? He's he's our guy now. We're like we're just gonna fuck it up. Just gonna fuck it up, man. That's gonna be tough, though. To be fair, though, no matter how good or bad he is in four years' time, just to see a Manning quarterback go to somewhere else other than Giants. You just better not sad. go to like the Cowboys or Washington or Philadelphia. Just go to a team that like we don't have to see or the Giants. Yeah, so Daniel's like the, gonna be good then, and we'll figure something out. I don't know. Someone like the Raiders will be only playing once every four yeah. years or something. Yeah. <sighs> Feel better? Not really. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I didn't even. Uh, I forgot to play this. <laughs> that was gonna be my intro to the game, but there you that's, go. That was good. Yeah, that took me a whole five seconds to make. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's switch sports, shall we? Let's. Let's. Please. West Ham United, away to Everton. Last week we spoke about this. We was like, best case scenario, this is going to be a draw, because it's, it's Everton, they're always that bogey side, and Everton are playing well this year, and it's away. Never goes well. But we pretty much handled that game pretty damn well. We West Hammed it, dude. We play up to the competition, and we shit the bet against teams we should beat. So we had a good team in Everton, and I think now we are sixth, I believe, on the table, at least after the following the game yesterday because I went NFL right after that. But I saw I think we were sixth. They were seventh following the conclusion of the game. I know other stuff has happened, and we may be not sixth anymore, but – um, I mean, that's a solid position for the amount of points I feel like that we could have come away with of this. Uh, we got a tough, a tough go of it, but I don't know. I, I, Agbana, great. He had the goal that kind of put us ahead. I thought realistically, we could have had it, could have been 3 0, could have been 3 1, 3 2. Oh, it should have been uh, way more. Fabianski, dude, Fabianski, how about that? Clean huh? sheet, clean, clean sheet. sheet. First one of the season showed up. Our boy, I think maybe he heard us getting a little bit, of, a little bit of doubt going, and he was like, you know what, Alex, Mike, I got you. Fear not, you the Apes is back. The old Faves is here, and he he had some pretty solid saves. I think I think as long as everyone can stay healthy, that's we've got a solid back. I mean, I was kind of sad that Sufal obviously wasn't involved, but Johnson stepped up. He played a great game, and Johnson um, had a really good game, dude. Like, really there good was, game. There were a couple of opportunities that everyone had that just I don't know. We we always have that breakdown a little bit in the game, and. uh 
I don't know. It just it was kind of a nothing first half, but the the second half it just felt like we like I felt like we had something going, and we could have scored a couple of different times. Antonio had almost I think I think it was like two opportunities Antonio had that he could have capitalized on and just just wasn't there. But um, yeah, that was that was awesome. And West Ham scoring on corners again. That's that's our thing. Because yeah, we had the reputation of the set piece kings, but this season has been a little bit quiet on that end. So it was nice well, to now see we're us getting back to it. Nice to see us score again. Because I, I, I think I pre- predicted Suchek to score on a uh, set piece, but I'll find it. Either or works. Sorry, I'm just recharging. Mike, if you're listening only, Mike just has a whole case of beer that he's pulling beer out of. It's pretty cool. You should just do it with a beer bong next time. Or just have like the hat with the beers on them. Just put what, it. Shotgun it. Just shotgun it. Yeah. Yeah. If if the Giants lose by twenty or more points on Don't Sunday, say I'll, like that. I'll shotgun a beer to have not. Anyway, um, right one thing I do want to talk about, slight not negative against West Ham, but negative against the officiating. I thought the officiating of the game was a little bit shady, because as far as I'm aware, the referee is supposed to stop the game for a head injury. Now I'm, now, I'm not saying... Is it Rondon? It was Rondon, I think. Rondon? I stood I on his face. No, I'm not saying... He's a hockey player. I love it. Oh, yeah. He's solid as a rock. But I'm not saying the guy meant to do it. But still, he literally he's stood on his face, ripped his face up open. And the referee was like, like... In multiple places, yeah. Carry on. And they almost scored. And it's like, what the fuck is... Because it had... He was down yeah, holding his face, was... literally holding his face, and then when they went back, blood was just pissing out of his face. And I, I don't understand why the referee didn't stop that. It was very strange. I thought it was strange. interesting as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I would have been a lot more pissed if they had lost. The officiating was very sus. And I like. I feel like this year, it's almost like NBA, where it's a, like a, a ball that could be a corner is like given to as a goal kick and stuff like that. It's like, don't we have VAR so we can look at these things? Because it, I mean, I I understand that not that like it's not always because like it's like somebody is trying to make a defending like a, trying to defend on something, and they get a little foot on it or whatever. But that's a corner. But like that, like it could determine games. It could mm. determine games on whether or not a team gets a corner. Or a goal kick, you know, and, and I'm and, sure it won't take and, long. But from the time it, the ball goes out so and the goalkeeper, when you see it though, like there's so many times where it's like, oh hey, he tried to kick it, like and you'll kick it off the opposing player to get the ball back. And I don't really care so much about throw-ins and stuff, but it's like I feel like there are three or four corners slash goal kicks that should have gone the other way, even on our side that we were benefiting off of, where it was just like that. Yeah, like, are you even watching? Like. We have the technology to do this. You probably don't even need the official to run and go look at the, the score. No. You, you just you got the guy in his ear, be like, actually, no, that was West Ham ball. That's a that's a corner. Yeah, because it's, it's not like, well, like all, that's all you got to have. Every time the ball goes out, you'd have to have the referee be like, wait, I need VR. That is the most no, simple like. By the time, somebody. yes, it did. Let's just say no, it's it a goal kick. By the time the goalkeeper has collected the ball and went to put it on the spot, someone could have quickly watched the replay and been like, actually, no, it's not goal kick. It's corner. It's like, I don't uh, see. I had that Jaguars and Dolphins game on as the West Ham game was on. I had that on the iPad just because it was on. And there was a, 
like it was like right around one of the times where West Ham I thought should have got a, a goal kick and they gave it they gave Everton a, a corner on it. Um, it was a it was a kickoff or a punt and the Jags player went down to like reach for it and then pulled back and didn't touch it. But the Dolphins player said, "Oh no, he touched it. It's a touchdown because they picked it up in the end zone." And they looked back, he didn't touch it, so it was a touchback where the ball went into the end zone. And I was like, that took thirty seconds. Like that's the same type of play. And just like, okay, did it touch a foot or or a, a chest or a body part? No, it didn't. All right, cool. No, never mind. Nope, nope. Correct call on the field. Like that's all it has to be. Soccer's a rolling clock, anyways. Like it's not like it, it wouldn't take that long it, it, to have the technology and not use it. Doesn't make sense to me. Just like I, I think the VAR has definitely helped, and I think that they're figuring out VAR way better this year than they ever have before. Yeah. Just that is my one thing with kind of like that could determine a game. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. If they, if there's a goal, you give somebody kick. an extra corner and that puts it in the net, and it wasn't supposed to go to them because you saw that it hit off their foot like beforehand, and it should have been a goal kick instead. Like that's a that could change a game. Well, it goes back to last season when uh, we was beating Man United one nil, and they score a goal, and then later on they show a replay where the ball actually went out of ball play out. before back in, yeah. And it, it, Look it, at it that. still it still blows my mind. Like how why does the TV companies have better cameras than the VAR? And again, it takes it, thirty seconds, not even. Was the ball past the line? Was it out of bounds? Yes. All right, right throw no goal. Because that I mean they beat us three one in the end that game, but is that that changed the whole game because we was winning one 0 and it was one one. They had the momentum, but yeah, I don't understand. But consistency that is my it, biggest gripe like, about officiating, and yeah, it could change the game. But like, I'm glad that we're not. Like, Mike Dean's not sending Suchek off on some bullshit red card that gets rescinded later, but fucks us over in the process. Fucking Mike Dean. Um, Fuck Mike Dean. But the, the little things like, you know, I mean, like when early on Antonio got a yellow card for diving, but then literally five minutes later, one of their players does exactly the same thing and doesn't get anything. Because I remember Antonio, even Antonio went up to him. Referee was like, um, he did exactly what I just did. Antonio gets run at and run, like, because Antonio is a giant, he just gets no benefit of the doubt in anything. Everyone's like, oh, he's Antonio. You can tell you, like, that doesn't mean he can jump on his back. Like, that's, they get away with so much shit on Antonio that, like, I think that, like, he has to James Harden it a little bit where he is trying to over-animate it and stuff like that, because you have to be as obvious as you can be if you're Antonio to go down. And even at that, they're like, fuck you. Which, yes, he was, he was, that was a dive. But then if you're going to call that a dive, you had you to go both ways. And they didn't. And it's, it was a little ticky-tack right there. I like that. I was like, I thought the officiating was decent, but like, also I'm going to go on a, we're going to go on a rant for 10 minutes about the officiating anyways. I'm just in a bad mood. Well, I can bitch about anything, okay? But yeah, positives, positives. We had, what was it, about 60% of the possession. We dominated that game. I had, I saw some salty Everton fans saying that we, we lucked out winning that game. I don't see how that... Hey, hey, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for getting a win. It was not lucky Excuse at all. Excuse me, my team won. I don't care how we win. I, I win. A win's a win. That's two times in a row at Everton we got the dub. And it's like the first time in like forever that we've done the double or not. It's not a double. It's a double VB in the same year, right? Yes. It was the first time in like forever that we have beaten Everton at Everton in consecutive years. Fact. 
I don't know how many years, but it was a long time from whatever they said. I like I like when they give you stats where like uh, it, it was it's funny in like the Brentford game where they're like, you know, it's been since 1918 where Brentford had a lead at West Ham. And you're like, yeah, because they've not played a lot, man. Like, we, when was the last time we played? 1918? Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. But it's like, okay, it's, it's going to be a little bit different than Man United. Yeah. yeah West Ham and Wrexham stats. What are those? <laughs> I like that you keep it on the exit though. What are those? What are those? A bottle of water. I've been trying to work on my British. My British. It's good. My West Ham group, this guy, as uh, he's just adopted the, the English spelling of stuff. I'm like, but we're not in England, though. It would make sense if you were, like, going to England. But he'll, like... Just put random U's and everything. He'll, he'll throw O's and U's together. I'm like, what is this? F- flavor with a U. Now you're just trying to be fancy, and I don't like it. Now you're just trying to score points. Right. <laughs> but no, no, no. With the accent. Because I have, ever since I've been living in America, I don't know why I do it, because I have an English accent. This is how I talk. I talk like an English person. But then when I'm doing an impression of an English person, I put on an English accent. Like I start talking like this. No, no, no. Why, why are you doing this? You have the English because accent. You, why? The accent is like, it's funny to a lot of people just because of how like hacky it is. I think sometimes, so it's like when you go all the way in, like when, when black comics make, like, like they're, they're impersonating a white person, like, oh, I'm a hello, yes, sir, I'm actually, like, that is hilarious to me because it's like, that is just like the most, like, stereotypical, but like most people don't sound that way, but oh, I'm a, oh yes, sir, um, hey, partner, like that, that's hilarious, that, that's why it's funny because it is like the, the most, like, obvious, like, sarcastic version of it. That's why I always go with Southern accent whenever I do Americans. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a Southern accent. It's always pretty good. That was the Superman story. Last oh, that was great. Oh yeah, and whenever you're making fun of, hey buddy, that ain't how I do it. Superman should only be with a woman. <laughs> this Look, made man, up I, not cartoon character. Nothing, how dare Superman have another love item besides Lois Lane? And they're like, well, that's actually his mom. So that'd be pretty weird if that was it. Well, I'd rather him fuck his mom than Look, buddy, a man. I'm not writing it. I'm just telling you what's not a, what's not acceptable. Like, okay, thanks, Cletus. I don't know. Whenever I do an impression, they always have a dog called Skeeter. I don't know why. Hey, Skeeter! 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 Love you. Um, talking about West Ham being West Ham, though, I did love the fact that we was. Oh, this is the first time in. So long that we've gone seven games undefeated away from home. Wow, West Ham sound dominant. Next three games all at home. Ah, oh, I, I kind of want to play. Yeah, but, uh, I was we... like, didn't we lose quite? We lost a couple times at home in that span. It's like, yeah, yeah we're not looking at that. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't I also matter. think it's a weird stat. Like, like, I do you believe that teams play better on the road? Like, it's a weird stat when it's like, I think it is a freak thing that happens sometimes. Like, you just get hot on the road, but it's like. What is the benefit of that? I don't know. Yeah, no, I. I it's, like, well, it's we're step... on the road. We don't have to worry about pissing off the home fans. Like Daniel Jones, it... they always like he isn't good on the at home, but it's like why would he be better on the road? It's a, it's a stat for stat's sake, I think. Like, yeah, it's just like well, he's got half of his games away, so we got to look at them and decipher them that way. Like one of my most annoying stats for stat's sakes is that whole 
XG bollocks. Fucking hate that. What is that? The expected goals. Like have you not seen that? Like, who expects not... that? No, 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 yeah, no, no. So, so from I guess from the positions you had during the game, and you sh- should have scored this many goals, and it's like it's like QBR or like like the quarterback rating in football, where you're like, what the fuck guess... does that mean? I don't know. But it's like like a perfect but, quarterback rating. I think is like one forty-two say... point two or whatever. It's not even a full number. But I've seen that people like leaning on it like oh yeah we it's one one but oh xg was higher than this so what you don't get points for fucking pretend goals imaginary goals what the f- i don't care yeah. how many goals we should have scored it's ridiculous Yo, well, i thought I- we should have scored i'm just gonna start act, act like making up my own xgs just be like well you know really we were only supposed to have negative two and we had one goal so actually we surpassed it by over a thousand percent they were like, what is that stat you're making? I was like, well, I, my XG expectations were different than the actual ones. And then I finally saw someone who was like, bring up expected shots. Like, oh, fuck off. Just fuck we, off. We should make a stat that we start monitoring every game. And like, I don't even know what the stat's going to be, but we have to use like LMNOP as just the abbreviation for it. Just because like, that's funny because it's the middle of the album. But just be like, oh, West Ham expected at 14 LMNOP today. And they're like, what does that mean? Like, ooh, unfortunately, we only led up to 13.2 element OP today. And people will be so caught up in, like, what does it mean? And they'd be just like, we seem like we're geniuses. It's like baseball guys, like when they talk baseball, but they have like sabermetrics, they're bringing, like, what about whip against uh, ROI against ZDZ? I don't even know what these stats are. But like, if you come up with like a complex enough looking stat, like element OP seems like it would have a lot going into it because it's a lot of letters. So people just don't ask and they just try Like we could do like the Jimmy Kimmel on the street. Like, what are your thoughts on like, uh, on their element OP? You think that like, they're going to be above it or below it? And they're like, oh, well, you know, they really got to worry about the element OPs this week, you know, against Genk. I just don't know how they're going to play against them in Europe. Like people would just buy into it and just like, like when you ask them con- bands that aren't real and they'll be like, yeah, I've, I've never seen them, but I've heard good things. Cause, cause their water bottle consumption rate is pretty high. Should we be fearful of that? Um, yeah, ooh, yeah, it's like hydration per steps or whatever it is. Yeah, we 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 were the we'll least figure, hydrated we're team. We're gonna figure out what LMNOP is before Sunday's game, and or Thursday's game. We're gonna be really, we're gonna be your number one LMNOP monitoring podcast on Thursday during the game against Gank. Whatever that might be, whatever it is, we're gonna figure it out. Mike and I will figure it out, and we figured out. You're gonna shove it's it gonna be one hell of a stat. It's gonna be like the dumbest stat too. It'll be just be like, how many times did somebody slide divided by how many times there was a missed shot on goal? And then that'll just—it's some weird algorithm that we only well, we have could... to explain like on here, and people but like, oh okay, and like people retweet us. Like make it some kind of math, like mathematical like triangle thing. So oh yeah, we well we got. Like throw-ins divided by corners. This is how Ooh, close we got to the goal. Goal kicks divided by corners. Because that yeah. shows how many times you were on offense compared to defense. So if you're on, if you have a higher percentage of corners over goal kicks, then you should really have like a higher percentage of winning the game. And so like at halftime, we'll be like, well, West Ham corners divided by goal kicks. Gotta Gotta give the edge to West Ham. We got it. We got to go over that high CTG. Uh huh. Ooh, that's good. That is good. 
corners. Write that down. Write by, that down. I'm writing it all down. CTG. I like that. This is going to be the stat done. that changes. This is going to change the game, guys. <laughs> you know, like Billy Bean did that. I guess you don't. I don't know. Do you know what Moneyball is? Isn't that a James Bond movie? No, it was not. Moneyball is the story of Billy Bean. It's played by uh, Jonah Hill's in it. It's played by he was played by Brad Pitt though. And like the A's were a very cheap organization, so he just found an algorithm that like, he was kind of a, like a stats guy. And he was like, "Look, like all that matters really is that guys get on base. They don't have to get hits. They can, they can get hit by pitches. Like if you have a high hit by pitch percentage, it was this bunch of nerd shit. But because baseball is so analytical, like he built a team that then got to the playoffs." with a very, 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 very cheap roster and kind of like it was all about money ball. But like that's then like baseball kind of got into sabermetrics because of that shit too. And so like that's why we got to start just making up stats like that. Thunderball was a James Bond movie, not Moneyball. Thund- Thunderball. Sounds like a cooler version of Moneyball though. It sounds like a lottery to get. The Oklahoma City Thunder ever have like a like a statistical like – rebuild or something like that like like the a's did they should make a movie called thunderball and they have acdc do the soundtrack yeah thunderball i'm dynamite i like where we're going today this is a very statistical (laughs) podcast yeah we're 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 teaching people we're growing Mm -hmm. hey we're 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 real uh we're soccer nuts you know we're just uh just breaking down the x's and o's talking about the things not every other west ham podcast is going to talk about because i'd say we're the number one lmnop leading and ctg leading statistical podcast out there i mean people will laugh at this but next weekend arlo white's going to be mentioning the ctg Ooh, we need to start hitting up arlo and arlo um i noticed you didn't mention the liverpool ctg <laughs> I'm Thoughts? surprised he hasn't blocked us at this point, but well, he liked yeah. one of the things I posted one time. I think he, mostly, oh. he made like a Ted Lasso post that I commented on it, and he, 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 I think he secretly loves us. Maybe he just doesn't know you're on the show. It was like a love hate thing. Yeah, we should get him on the show. Maybe on the 50th episode, he should come on. Ooh, yeah, we're right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward. So we got Gank, Gank at home. Gank. I imagine our CTG is going to be pretty high in that game. I'm pretty confident. I would think so, yeah. It's a very high CTG uh, trending game, according to my early statistics. Well, I want to look at... Like, why you continue talking. I'm going to go look at what our CTG would have been against Everton. I can, you, can you even look up how many goal kicks they had? Is yeah, that that's what I was thinking about. Corner kicks, save. No, you can't. <laughs> we might have to go with an easier to find stat. Hmm. Um, but yes, we're, so we're playing Genk. Genk on Thursday night or Thursday afternoon for us in America. Uh, Genk right now standing six in the Belgian Pro League. Uh, they're coming off two losses. I don't know if that matters anything, but um, where are they standing right now in our Europa League? They've won one, lost one. So. I think this is ours for the taking. I think they've they're not that good, um, but I don't want to get too comf- comfortable. But we beat Dynamo Zagreb two 0 and Dynamo Zagreb beat 
gank 3-0. So, ergo, we should win this 5-0. That's my prediction. I like that. Because we're two goals better than yeah. Dynamo, and Dynamo three goals better than them. Makes sense. It feels so... like it's like a 2-0, 2-1 game, though, to me. Yeah, I, I think don't know we're going to start. I don't know we're going to roll out there. This is a game that we re- we, like, we definitely need to win this one and the next one, and then we can kind of just chill. Um, is it that is it this week or next week we have City? Or it's next week we have City or the week after, right? Yeah, so this coming week, so we have Genk on Thursday and then Tottenham on Tottenham. Sunday. Yeah. So I Oh, expect- by the way, um, not to interrupt, it is the one-year anniversary of the Lanzini come from behind goal to tie Tottenham. The the goal the that is goal featured of the last year. on our intro. Lanzini! Lanzini! Happy birthday, Lanzini, for that goal. Happy goal day. Uh, okay, but so yeah, I am, what, if, so, what if we turn it into, uh, like, corners divided by saves or something like that? That's an easier stat to find. Let's have a look. Right, Everton always stands. That's yeah. It's gonna be way easier to find that possession divided by corners. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what that. What that? Because you have sim- a lot more possession but I like by it. Corners. Yeah, whatever it is, it's gonna. It's gonna make sense. So what? So so you'd say possession. So we had sixty-one percent of possession. So that's like what zero point six one. Sixty-one divided by nine gives us. Hold on. Uh, six point seven seven seven. Um, element op this past game. So not too bad. Not too bad. Is that good? To Everton. We're, you know what? We're going to figure it out. We're going to run this stat and see if it does have any determination. How, what if it's like, we've noticed that West Ham, every time they have a higher element OP, they win. And then we somehow crack like how to fix soccer. I mean, I guess it makes sense because Everton's element OP was only 5.57. 5.57. So as far as I'm concerned, then yeah, a higher element OP is really the determining factor, honestly. I think we found something here. Yeah, I think I'm going to go back to all of our Premier League games and chart our success of our LMAOP number. Mm-hmm. And we're going to bring it. it to you next week. Um, so, yeah, Genk, I think we're obviously going to see a big big change. Lots of changes in the team. Um, we're going to see Kral come back, I imagine. Um, I've missed him and his wonderful mm-hmm. hair he has. Uh, maybe Mark has Noble. Ariola. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. But uh, big game against against Tottenham on the weekend. It's home. Uh, I hate I'm those not games. Feeling, not feeling because great about it, but Tottenham's been up and down. Tottenham's been very up and down, but it was also one of those games that, that even if we'd lost every game this season, they'd won every game this season. It doesn't matter. It's because it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that game where anything could happen. There's no point, I think, predicting that game. I think and they beat, like when be... you beat a team twice in a row, it's hard to keep going. We like, keep those streaks going, but I don't know. I feel like we show up for games like this, so maybe this is a game we get a win. Oh yeah, I think as long as or everyone's draw. healthy, 
I think if Antonio stays Lanzini healthy, he should start to just you know alpha them. No, send no. a message. No, he should be know, brought on like, you know, specifically to the AAF. On, like, Fuck. But uh, just get worn up the whole game. Uh, also, we, yes, just from minute one, Lanzini's warming up. And he's just like giving an eyeball. He's like, just hey, I know what to do. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> uh, we may or may not be doing a watch long on Sunday for our traditional oh, West Ham yeah. Tottenham game. Maybe I don't know. I haven't confirmed that. I, I forgot gotta about see, that. I gotta see what my schedule is. Yeah, I gotta see what my schedule is as well. It's an eight AM game. Damn. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It was the same last time. And yeah. We was there live in your bedroom as you just literally. No, it was a six a.m. game before. then. Was it? Yeah, it was a very early game. Oh, it was a Saturday game then. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because I remember finishing that watch along and then going straight back to bed for a couple yep. of hours. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Uh, yeah. So, uh, predictions. Not happening. Wins. Two wins. Wins, 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 wins. And the LLP is going to be high. LLP is going to be what determines the game. Uh, Remind me to tweet that during the game, too, so we can have fans follow along. Will do. Um, coming up this week, other than sports, let's just talk about our stuff. We've got... Um, some early this week pasta gravy comes out early this week um due to you drunkenly playing golf on wednesday i will be out at a golf tournament not so much playing are, of the are golf. you not gonna play you're just gonna be there yeah we do oh, have pasta nice. gravy hole though so that'll be cool little biscuits and gravy shots is gonna be what we're giving out nice i have to get a what i was trying to think of a good pun name for a claret and big blue hole on a golf course but i couldn't think of one the claret and blue hole would work <laughs> no i kind of know i want to say funny but anyway um so tomorrow you do you're going to be releasing new pasta gravy tomorrow mm-hmm. any anything you want to spoil um... Well, um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to pitch some more great business ideas that I have that are killer. I don't understand why nobody wanted to. Uh, nobody has invested yet in my therapist slash plumber idea, but I think that it's it's got some legs to it. Um, tomorrow, I will be discussing um, robots because I don't know if you saw this. They're not putting guns on those dog robots, so we're really <laughs> fucked. Yeah, uh, they are been, new, new overlords. Been a, been a pretty big uh, adversary for like, let's not give more robot options to these robots because then hey now what let's put a gun on him now he's gonna know how like, to have, you so, seen, no have you seen have you seen literally every, every have you seen robocop ever. have you seen irobot it doesn't go well it doesn't go well we, it's only a matter of time we're fucked guys but like we're gonna talk about you know the downfall of mankind almost um and then like, Robert, like, and Pat, i have a printer i have a printer next to me i turn it off when i'm not using it because i don't trust it now yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't trust it ever but yeah, I wake so we'll I wake about... up and it's in the middle of the night. It's trying to give me paper cuts and some shit. Like no, thank you. No, we'll talk about our impending robot doom. Um, some of my great ideas. We'll answer some questions and then Pat and Robert are going to talk about the little the, the new Batman movie. 
a little bit. But um, what about what about Waffleback? Waffle Box? What's going on over there? Wow. Waffle, Waffle Back. Waffle Box. It's your your Bach beer. That's when you get, uh, when you get your beer, it's Waffle Box. Uh, we're gonna be talking about a movie that's happened recently. Um, was it the Last Avenger? Oh, I don't know, the Last something. I don't know. He Last Samurai. He's the movie. No, may I don't know. He's the movie guy, but I'm going to be talking about um, a new form of male contraception, which I saw. It's just it's just won an award in Europe. It looks hilarious. Uh, I'll get into that. It kind of looks like you know the what's the the VR goggles that you can get from? Is it Ocu- uh, Oculus? O- Oculus, yeah. Yeah, it looks like someone's taken one of those, turned it on the side, and decided to teabag it. And that's apparently a male contraception. So okay. that's, I'm going to look forward to talking about that. Um, and then also I'm going to be talking about uh, a man who visited 51 pubs in eight hours to break a world record for a pub crawl. That's pretty cool. Stand up, bring up my Britishness back. Uh, but other than that, yeah, not much, not much, not much. But so enough on the flip side. So this time, so enjoy the new pasta gravy tomorrow and then waffle box on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you flipping some stuff around today to make it a little bit easier on me. That's why we're doing it on a Monday because Mike's a nice guy. I try to be. I try to be. Wear my retro West Ham shit. I, I like it. Doc Martin is like a house. stick sponsor. Oh, yeah. Because I, I used to. I, I had no other reason. I bought a pair of Doc Martins because on the, the tagger. On the side had the West Ham logo on it as well. Oh really? That's cool. I don't think I've ever owned a pair, but I always think that the Betway logo is pretty clean and it's like that's a cool I'm cool with that being a sponsor, but the Doc Martens is always cool looking too. Although did you I mean did you hear that that's gonna be coming to an end soon apparently? Betway? Because uh well the apparently the I don't know whether it's been signed and sealed and delivered, but apparently soon the British government don't want gambling sponsors on football shirts anymore. That great. So, so apparently in to buy new jerseys. Yeah, so hopefully this is when Red Bull swoop in and buy us. Yeah, okay. I, would, I, I wouldn't mind a West Ham and then the Red Bull logo. I think Claire Big tight. Blue Podcast sponsor. Or yeah, Red Bull. If you want to sponsor us, we're pretty. Uh, we're or pretty we good. Sponsor West Ham. Oh, that costs us money, though, right? True, but exposure as well. It's all about yes, yes. Spend money, make money. That's what they always say. Don't know if this applies there, but it's definitely spending money. If I, you know, if if I won, if I won the lot, ever won the lottery, I would definitely do that, but not have. The claret, uh, the claret and big blue logo. I always have picture of our faces on the West Ham shirts. Yeah, just like, like what is the sponsor? Like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Who us. are those guys? <laughs> just, just ask like watching the game in the Step Brothers pose. <laughs> maybe I need. I, need to, I have a guy, an artist guy. Maybe I need to get him to do a picture, like a mock up of us as the Step Brothers. In that, that would be, be funny. For no other reason, that would make me laugh. I don't think anyone would that. Buy is that is weird because like half the sponsors are, are gambling sponsors. Yeah, it's going to cause a lot of issues. But uh, but then again, they were like saying, oh, it's going to cost uh, the Premier League 
game teams this much money. So now I'm pretty sure other companies will come in and sponsor them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, so thanks for tuning in. If you tuned in live on a special Monday night, if you are watching on demand, don't forget if you can listen to the audio version on all the platforms, Spotify, Google, blah, 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 Stitcher. If you are listening to that, you can watch us live. We'll be back next Tuesday at six o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Central. Uh, I am Mister at Mister Mike Fish. He is at Alex J Middleton at CBB Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow us all along as we uh, talk about bitch about the Giants and then hype up the LMAPO stats of West Ham mm. coming up this week. But until then. Of course, don't forget, always remember, Seahorses forever. And we'll see you next Tuesday.